Will she or won't she go nuts for donuts? Tune in to this exciting episode of Judd's Napa Valley Show to find out. Our guest is uh, Karamee Woolidge, the director, manager. I can't. Why can't I? What is the title? Manager. Ma- mayor of the farmer's mayor. market. Mayor. You are the mayor mayor of the Napa Farmer's Market. That's right. We're going to find out during the course of this show what you are. As far as like, I, I can't keep it straight. Yeah. But you, you, you get the place running. I and do. Thank you. We love it. And I can't wait to hear all about the market, what's going on, and get to know you a little bit. You're one of these people that's kind of known around town, so we're going to find out. And uh, something I know about you is uh, you're also a fluent Spanish speaker. Would you like to uh, greet the listeners in Spanish, kind of introduce the show? Uh, si, estás escuchando Judd y Lauren y Caramey. Gracias por escuchar. Muchas gracias. Lauren Moll. We invite you to join Judd and his family's winery at the south end of Silverado Trail, Judd's Hill Winery, located at 2332 Silverado Trail, here in Napa Valley, California, USA. Visiting information is at juddshill.com or by calling 707-255-2332. Thanks, Lauren. Uh, As you say, visiting information is there. We love welcoming guests. Whether you're a Napa native, whether you're a local Bay Area person, whether you're visiting from far away, we guarantee to show you a good time. That's our pledge. And just for being a good listener, type in coupon code JNVS, all in lowercase letters, please, and you'll get 15% off your entire wine order. And if that's not enough, you can join the Judd's Hill Wine Club anytime, day or night. Giving away the store, Lauren, that's fine. Yeah, absolutely. Take a look on the website, see our funny videos. See our events coming up. See what it's like to visit. Uh, put some wine in your cart and then use that coupon code he mentioned, JNVS in lowercase letters. Get a deal or for an even better deal, join Napa Valley's greatest wine club. And I say that without any bias at all, but I really do think we've got it going on. Good times with fine wines among the verdant vines at Judd's Hill. Lauren, thank you. This is going to be a fun show. If you want to play along at home, have a look at NapaFarmersMarket.org. You can learn about the farmer's market there. You can see a picture of Caramay, I think, That's is on right. there. You can uh, see the mascot. And this is <laughs> going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Awesome. Let's do this. All right. And now, enjoy the show. Mm, donuts. Donuts. Mm-hmm. Everyone's a Fingal friend on Judd's Napa Valley Show. Get ready for another heap of fascinating things to know from witty and intriguing people on Judd's Napa Valley Show. No sales script and no rehearsing, live from a Napa studio. You may be that intriguing person on Judd's Napa Valley Show. Pardon me. I'll have a Chardonnay, a marvelous date, it's hard to say. I know we never talk about the Sauvignon Blanc. It's a must-have on the podcast. It's just Napa Valley Show. You can't ease this flow if I elaborate over a Cabernet. My buddy's the truth. You should study my man Juddy and learn something new. February days are a marketing gimmick. Love happens every day. And now, live from Broadcast Park in the beautiful Napa Valley, it's Judd's Napa Valley Show. I'm Lauren Mole, and here's your host, Judd Finkelstein. Uh, good morning, Mr. Lauren Mole. How are you, sir? What's I'm, new in I'm the world fine, of... Uh, I talked over your answer. I'm sorry. What's new in the world of Lauren? Glad to hear you're well. Oh, lots well, been happening lately. Uh, 
tomorrow night uh, over at Sunrise Retirement Home in Sonoma, we'll be doing a, a private performance with Cindy Skinner and the Napa Valley Voices <laughs> oh, you keep in honor co- of Black History Month. Here's the thing. Lauren, bless you, sir, and all that you do in our community, and I love that you're getting out and doing these, but it's frustrating. Every week you come and you plug these private events that you're involved in. I can't come. Nobody listening can come unless they are a resident maybe of that facility, but we want to see you. I'm speaking as we, the Napa community. When can we all come see you when the doors are not closed to the rest of us? When will this exclusivity and uninclusiveness end? Uh, Sunday, March 24th. Ah, when, okay. When everybody is a star, <laughs> we'll be singing the Star Spangled Banner for your NBA champion Golden State Warriors one last time at Oracle Arena. Fantastic. Sunday, March 24th. That's coming yes. up soon. That's... Uh, that's less than one month away. That's right. Okay, that's good. I'm glad you had an answer for me because I wanted to know. People ask. This station is flooded with notes and emails and phone calls. When can we see Lauren? Enough with these private events. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what else uh, to say. The blank stare. No, I'm, I, I'm kidding. I'm glad that you're doing this, and it's wonderful because I know that wherever you do perform, people appreciate it. You're bringing music and joy to these folks, and I commend you for that. So well, thank you, you. You, have, you, have to, you have to excuse the good-natured teasing, I hope. I see. I see. Okay. Everything else good? Everything else has been great. So, uh, so what's been going on with you, Judge? Did you have a big Oscar night? I didn't get to watch it. You didn't do it? I wouldn't watch it if there was a host. Oh. There was no host at the Oscars, so I thought, I'm not watching it this year. Oh, okay. Interesting. I'm not going to spend a lot of time getting into that. I don't care if they screw up again with La La Land or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, just for whatever it's worth, I did watch. I was kind of watching with one eye and one ear while doing some other work. I thought it flowed pretty well. I kind of liked the non-host. There wasn't a lot of filler. It seemed kind of streamlined. People just came out. They did it. The presenters, for the most part, uh, were able to carry the show for their own little segments, but enough of that. We're not here to talk Oscars, or are we? Actually, our guest today has come to talk about the uh, goofs and gaffs of Oscar fashion, and no? Wait, oh, oh, we do have a guest today, Judd. <laughs> we do. You can hear her, and uh, guest, are you, are you, you're the fashion expert that we... Uh, Clearly, if everyone yeah. could see what I was wearing right now, they would know okay, I so have the last word on that. You were fashion. there on the red carpet. Yes. Um, no, that's not. We're going to introduce <laughs> you in just a moment. No, but we are going to talk about other fascinating things, though. What's new with me? You know, not much. It, life swirls. It's wonderful. It's beautiful. We're getting some rain right now, which is delightful. It's been going on for some time. I wouldn't mind a few days of sunshine, but as they say over and over and over and over and over like on uh, groundhog day like on groundhog we need the rain so i'm just going to keep repeating that mantra to myself even though i'm like yearning to get some vitamin d but it is lovely now things are good the winery uh, you know folks are coming by we're still we're still in that and it sounds like i'm tooting my horn so i am maybe a little bit but i'm proud of it we still are on TripAdvisor, the number one thing to do in Napa Valley is the uh, visit to Judd's Hill. And I'm wow, I know, I know, it's wow. And and I, I, I blame the good wine uh, as much as I blame us for for providing a memorable and enjoyable uh, customer experience. You know, I take hospitality very seriously. So, folks listening, if you haven't yet come to visit. The small family winery that is Judd's Hill, located at the south end of Silverado Trail, one mile north of Trancas. Visiting information is at juddshill.com, and we'll show you a good time. We love seeing our Napa neighbors. 
And we love uh, seeing people visiting the valley. And no matter who you are, you're going to enjoy yourself. And what, what was that ad where you say? And I guarantee it. I, I know guarantee you guarantee know it. Men's War. That's right. We said that, I think, <laughs> last week. I know we said that last. In fair, he's plugging the exact one. Because last week we were talking about where he gets a lot of his uh, sharp clothes. And that's it. Anyway, let's get to... Uh, Let's get to this guest. She's ready to go. I'm ready to find out more about what she does, and, and I've blathered on enough. Our guest is familiar here on the Napa Riviera Way. We've been looking forward to this and wouldn't be elsewhere today. She leads our farmer's market, and if you've got a problem with that, then just park it, because we're happy to welcome... Kara May. Uh, wow, I am so honored. Thank you, Jed yeah. and Lauren, for having me on your show it's this morning. It's great to have you. Kara May, Woolage. Yes. That's you. That's me. You're not the Oscar fashion expert. No. That's okay. I didn't watch it either, Lauren. I, d- I didn't so. want to talk to a fashion expert. No. To me, that's yawn. Yeah. Sort of. I wear. I have a lot of vests. Oh, you're wearing <laughs> one right now. You're, you, you actually, it's a nice kind of parka yeah. vest, which somebody who does what... You do, I yes. would imagine, comes in handy. To yes, I was just at the, 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 the 31st Small Farms Conference, and there were a lot of vests and a lot of beards at that conference. <laughs> vests the and beards. Yeah. Okay. yeah, sometimes in combination. That could be the trade magazine, <laughs> like, you know, yes. uh, Home and, and Garden, uh, Vests and Beards. So yeah. we should probably tell people who you are sure. as far as, like, what you do and why we brought you here. Besides being uh, Karamay Woolage, you yes. are the manager of our beloved Napa Farmers Market. Yeah. That's Welcome. Right. Thank Hooray. you. Yes. Thank you for doing that. And this is not the first time we've spoken on air. You, you held uh, your previous position was you're going to have to help me with the, the title. Perhaps I wrote it down, but you were with the uh, public, he- your public health yes. o- officer. Oh, no. Or, uh, <laughs> no, it wasn't officer. No, Hold on. It no, was no. Health <laughs> education specialist. Yes, yes. Health right. education specialist. Yeah. With, I did write it. Here it is. With Napa County Health and Human uh, something or other services, services agency. Uh, public health division. That's All right. Of that. oh That's my a lot of words. Yes. And we spoke during the fires. You okay. called in. Yes. I don't oh, know if you even right. recall this. Yes, you I were, do remember that. You were helping out. <laughs> we were in emergency broadcast yes. mode. Yeah. And you were calling in to give us updates where people could go, what they could expect, yep. where to get this and yes. that, and That's how right. to sign in for that and the other thing. Yeah. And I thank you for that. You were welcome. on the spot making sure people were taken care of. Yeah. So in my previous life, I worked for the Napa County Public Health Division at the Health and Human Services Agency uh, as a health education specialist, as Mm -hmm. you said. I worked closely with a health officer, and um, my background is actually in public health. I have my master's in public health from UCLA in community health science. So you might be wondering, well, what does that have to do with the farmer's market? And I see the farmer's market as my community. Mm. And so I'm there to make sure that we have a healthy market so that we have the Uh. right vendors, that we have the right mix of community atmosphere. And it's really fantastic being out there. Just so folks know, the Napa Farmer's Market is every Saturday. We are year-round now. This is the first time that we're year-round. And we are going to come back on Tuesdays, April through September. But we're out at South and South Napa at 195 Gasser Drive from 8.30 a.m. to 1 p.m. Um, every Saturday. So we'll be there this week despite the rain. Uh, and, You're there, yeah, rain or shine. That, rain or shine. And ev- every Saturday now. Every Saturday. Every Saturday yeah. year-round. And then Tuesdays. April through April September. April through September. Yes. And this is in the big parking lot between the movie theater and Napa Sport. And exactly. Yeah. Very cool. 
Shall we back up a little bit? Sure. Because uh, I had to get my plug in there. No, no, yeah. <laughs> uh, don't worry, and we'll do it again at the end. This is, the, you know, we're here to we're here to plug the market. It's yes, a fabulous sure. place. Um, I'm a fan. I'm excited oh, to meet you and talk about it. But I, I, I kind of want to know who you are because you're one of these people who's, you know, you're known in the community through your previous work with the, uh, the health, uh, mm-hmm. the health stuff. Yep. And now as the manager of the farmers market, you're pretty visible. Your name is out there. So let's get to know who you are. Sure. You are. You well you mentioned you went to UCLA. That's right. And that's where you got your master's in public yes. health. Now before that, where where are you from originally? So I am from Stockton, born and raised. So uh-huh. watch out. I you know I've got an edge. Um. <laughs> <laughs> is, is that a stereotypical thing? You know, well, I know you know I I didn't Stockton. I didn't realize that until I went to undergraduate at Cal Poly San Luis Obispo, oh, and yeah. people were like, "Oh, you're from Stockton," Ugh. and I was well, like, "What does that mean?" So yeah, you know, I just mean? use it to my advantage, and you know intimidated them a little bit but i didn't uh, know okay <laughs> lauren hold on lauren let's let's be intimidated now okay just for the rest of the show got it um, exactly okay. perfect perfect uh. perfect perfect okay so you're in stockton yes. and is your family involved in public health is that why you chose that no you know i or? did not grow up thinking i was going to be a public health professional that was not so I actually went to Cal Poly San Luis Obispo to get my bachelor's in political science mm-hmm. because I thought I was going to be an attorney. Oh. And then after I graduated, I worked for an attorney and realized very quickly that is not what I wanted to do for myself. So after I graduated, I worked with AmeriCorps. I did a service year with AmeriCorps in San Luis Obispo County, and I served as a mentor to youth receiving services from their probation department. Hmm. And that was a really amazing experience. That opened my eyes to the world of um, community services, health services, social services. I really enjoyed that. And after I finished that service year, I actually moved to a little town not too far from here called Winters, which I had never heard of. Um, And I worked for Yolo County. um, I actually didn't work for the county. I worked in Yolo County for Communicare uh, Health Centers, which is like uh, Ole Health Mm -hmm. in Yolo County. And for that year, I was a um, sexual health educator for teens. So I ended up teaching um, sex education in high schools and then working at the clinic where the youth would come in and receive services. And I really liked that. I, 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 as you may may know about me, I'm very extroverted and I feel comfortable talking about pretty much anything. I'll say you would, if I were to design, (laughs) I've never sat through one of your sex education classes, but just the little that I know of you, you seem like the perfect person person to do that. You don't seem shy. You're, you're just going to no. get the information out there, open yeah. the questions. Make it make it comfortable yeah. to talk about an uncomfortable subject for some. So I, what I really liked was the, that was my first time working directly in the field of public health. Mm. And I, you know, I had originally wanted to go to graduate school because, you know, I thought I was going to go to law school, realized that wasn't really uh what I wanted to do. And then I didn't know what my path was. So after working in Yellow County for a year, that's when I applied to go to UCLA and I got in there. And, and after I graduated, that's when actually I came to Napa County. So my job at the public health division here was my first, you know, real job. And I was there for 11 years. And last year is when I made the move over to the farmer's market. So you came here for a job. I did. Obviously, you said this is the place for me because you've 
now have kind of made your life here, and you've just you've shifted jobs, but you're staying within Napa. So you, yes. you must like it around here. I do. Well, what I is really it around do. Napa that uh, you know? So I, to I live downtown, and I've lived downtown, you know, almost so it'll be 12 years in April. And as a community health professional. It is a wonderful place to live. Like, I don't really know what it's like to do public health and community health anywhere else. But from what I found in Napa, as we know, if there's any kind of issue, whether it be the housing crisis, whether it be an actual emergency like the fires mm-hmm. and earthquake, yeah. you know, people really come together and we want to help each other as neighbors. And if there's a problem, we want to solve it by working together, uh, regardless of, you know, differing opinions. We have the common interest of making our place the best it can be. So I really appreciate that. And, mm. and I, I get to see that at the Napa Farmers Market, one of the things that we do is every market day, we have donations from our farmers and from our customers collected by Napa Valley Can Do. So they come and they pick up produce donations and take it to the food bank. Yes, And that's an amazing um resource for the food bank because one of the things that they don't have access to is a lot of fresh vegetables. So mm. families in need can get those from the farmer's market. And and even beyond that, we decided, you know, well, it's great that we actually accept produce, but, you know, maybe some people don't have time. They just want to kick us down some cash. <laughs> so we put a little, you know, cash jar we'll out. We'll accept money. Wow. We'll accept money. What a thought. And uh, Wendy Moore from Abode Services, she walked over from the South Napa Shelter and she needed to get some ingredients because they're starting to make fresh salads for their shelter residents every Saturday. And so I said, well, let's do this. Why don't you come down and every Saturday we'll go shopping for the shelter. So Mm. we specifically use the cash that folks donate to get Wendy what she needs to buy salads to to make salads for the shelter residents. And, you know, so it's, it's really just coming up with things like that on the spot and having this community sense that we can make a difference one salad at a time one salad at a time you know <laughs> it sounds funny but there there's there's such what's the right word here? you know it's, it's important obviously but there there's some heart there to show that look i've been in the food bank yeah and i see they they do get i mean i've seen fresh produce in there but not a lot i mean mostly right. it's canned yep stuff boxed food you know dry goods and there is um what movie is that? Why am I? Is it Shawshank Redemption where mm-hmm. he says he's – is it – I forget which character. It's all cluttered in my mind. But he says, I just I just want to sit down and have a cold beer. Like mm-hmm. it's just one of these simple that a lot of people would just take for granted to have a fresh have a fresh salad. Yeah, I mean, it shows exactly. – it's, it's – it connects you and it, it's healthy. And I'm, I'm rambling because – don't know exactly how to put it into words, but I feel it. Sure. And I hope I hope the listeners can feel it. Right. I'm, well, having, I'm, ha- I'm, I'm failing in my job <laughs> as a talk show host to be able to talk. But, You're overwhelmed by emotion. And, but, and but it I understand is. that. It is. It is. I understand is. that. One of the things that makes the Napa Farmers Market unique is that every week we bring together local farmers and ranchers. And you're able to, as a customer, go to them, talk to them about the produce that they bring. You know, ask them what's coming and what's not. And really, it's supporting 
building that uh, sustainable agricultural system that gets lost than when you go to the grocery store. Mm. You know, some little fun facts is that there was the National Farmers Market Coalition did a survey and they found that if you go to a farmers market, you have 2.5 more social interactions than you would at a grocery store. And we find that that's another really big draw of the Napa Farmers Market is people come to our market because they want to connect with the community. They want to connect with the people that are making, you know, growing delicious and fresh produce. They want to talk to the artisan who made uh, beautiful necklaces like the one from Sherry here. Oh, she yeah. makes uh, wonderful jewelry. Lauren, sorry your webcam isn't set up yet, but that is, <laughs> that is a lovely piece of jewelry well, Karamea is wearing. That's what we're going to get at the new place. Is that right, Will? I know. Yes. He Will, says yes. Will Marcencia just walked by the window. Hey, and you Will. can hear us on the radio out in the lobby, and he's saying, yes, there is going to be a webcam. Yeah. Okay. He's giving me the thumbs up through the glass. Okay. Well, something to look forward to. All right. Yeah. You'll have to come back and show showcase I that will. Uh, pendant. Definitely. I'll even bring Sherry on. She's uh, she's actually one of our board members, too, uh, for the Napa Farmers Market. Some folks might not know that we're actually a nonprofit organization, and we have a volunteer board of directors, a very small staff, including myself, and a few market assistants. And, we, you know, we come together and set the strategic direction and make sure that the market happens um, now year-round on Saturdays mm-hmm. and coming back in April on Tuesdays. Um, because, you know, we see this as a huge community asset. And our vision for the market is that people, when they think of, uh, when they think of Napa Valley, they'll think of Judd's, uh, Judd's Hill. And then they'll also think <laughs> of the Napa Farmer's Market as a must-see, a must-visit place to go. I should hope so. I mean, I always enjoy myself there. And as you say, it's a great place to connect with folks, run into people all the time. It's a good way to yeah, be social once right. or twice a week. And what is it that you... What do you, what does a manager of a farmers market do? As far as you know, <laughs> see, you know, I'm just a consumer. I just know that in, on Tuesdays uh, during certain times of the year, and on Saturdays, all these tents are going to pop up, yeah. and there's going to be produce and prepared food and coffee and some music. And, yeah, and there it is. That's right. But but what do you do to make that happen? And what what is your philosophy? And what's what goes into it? Well, my my philosophy about managing the Napa Farmers Market is that it really is our community's market. And I have come in and I'm very honored to be in service in this role. However, I am not a market management expert. Uh, That's not something that I did at public health or in any of my previous roles. So I'm really there to learn and to gain, you know, expertise and insight from the community, from the people that we serve, from Mm -hmm. our customers, from our longtime vendors, and also from our board of directors. You know, our board of directors is really fantastic. We have, uh, they're all volunteer, as I said, and we include farmer, a farmer, a specialty food vendor, and an artisan as part of our board so oh, that we can make sure that the decisions that we make that are affecting the market um, are, are well thought out. And funny you ask, what does a market manager do? <laughs> I just got back from the 31st California Small Farms, Farms Conference that was in Davis. And on Friday, we had a half-day farmers market manager training and we started off with a brainstorming you know session of what do you do in your job describe your job and so we do everything from safety officer traffic controlling customer service you have to be sort of like not only the enforcer like the dad but the mom that kids can go to if they're having problems so there is a lot that goes into the job and really it's about my my role is that we want to have 
a market that's safe and that is fun and that's inviting. So making sure that we have everything set up, getting folks into their correct stalls, making sure that we have um, that because without that, there's no market. But I really think the additional value that the board of directors and that myself as a market manager can add are the things that draw the community because of uh, the market as a resource. So I'll give a little plug. One of our partnerships is with KVYN and KVON. We have uh, the music, the live sound stage. Mm-hmm. So we have live music every Saturday um, and every Tuesday when it comes back. And that partnership is from the radio station that allows us to use some license that we didn't have. So that was great because that's one of the aspects of the market that folks enjoy is having that live music. Yeah. And I remember for a while you weren't able to present live music for right. licensing purposes. Yes. So that's I, wonderful. That was before that my back. time, but there was some kind of, you know, government smackdown because yeah. we didn't have the proper license and, right. you know, it made a big difference. So having things like music in April, we're going to start up our chef demonstrations again. Oh, I love those. And anytime I'm at the market, I make sure I time it so I can see a that's right. Greg Cole or whoever. Yes. Is, so uh, Greg, unfortunately, retired from the yeah. board of directors. Yeah, I heard, I heard. He's so. too busy traveling around now, <laughs> but we're very excited to announce that Sandy Sauter, who is the director of public programs at the CIA at ah, Copia, great. has joined our ranks on the board of directors just in time. So she is going to be in charge of our, she is our culinary director. Wonderful. And she will be getting the chef demo started up again on Saturdays at 10 a.m. Always fun. It's great. It's fantastic. Always learn a few techniques and then you get to taste whatever the chef has made. Yeah, and her her vision is to really work and get chefs in there that are featuring and promoting what we have at the market that day. Oh, yeah, sure. Which I appreciate, too, because then it spurs a little sales. It makes everybody happy. Now, do you distinguish it from other – do you work to distinguish it from other farmers markets in the area or is that not even an important thing to do? Is it – what? how do you how do you approach the presentation of the market? Well, you know, it's interesting. Um, farmers market, you know, they're, they're sort of hyper-local in a way, you know. Yeah. And so going to the farmers market conference uh, or the farmers conference last weekend was my first opportunity to uh, network and talk with my peers and – there's not really, you know, a sense of competition. We're all kind of in this together. But one of the things that we want to do with the California Alliance of Farmers Markets, which is a statewide organization, is they can create a forum for us to share ideas and pool experiences. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we sort of operate in our own little worlds, but we're obviously, you know, a very supportive environment. Now, if there might be some kind of turf wars if we're trying to get someone's vendor or other, you know, but each each market is is unique to the area. And and, you know, I have to say in Napa, one of the questions that I get a lot is, well, what does local mean? And uh, locally, as you can imagine, grapes is our primary crop. And most of those grapes go towards winemaking. Uh, but we do have two local farms that come uh, that are big regulars. We have Longmeadow Ranch, which is in Rutherford. And we also have Big Ranch, which is right in Napa. And so those are our two Napa farms that we have right now. And well, Big Ranch is actually on uh, break for winter. And the other farms that we have are coming mostly from some of the Bay Area and also some from the Central Valley, too. So anything in the definition of California uh, within the state of California is actually considered local. So that might be not you know seemingly as local as it gets, but really we try to bring whatever we have here in Napa that makes sense for the market and makes sense for our vendors, too. Makes sense to me. Yeah. Karamea Woolage. 
We're going to be right back. We've got okay. to take a break. So hang on. We're going to talk more Farmer's Market, and we're going to talk more about you. All right. Sounds great. We'll be back with more of Judd's Napa Valley Show right after these messages. Judd's Napa Valley Show. Every episode, a veritable cornucopia of Finkel fun. You're listening to 1440 KVON, the voice of Napa Valley. Now, back to Judd's Napa Valley Show. Karen May Woolage, director, uh, manager of the Napa Farmer's Market, and y- you right. were laughing that. Are you having some Finkel fun right now? <laughs> having some Finkel fun. <laughs> Fantastic. Some fantastically fun Finkelness? Okay. Yes, um, for real. <laughs> before we get back into Farmer's Market talk, you got to introduce – actually, before you introduce you brought – Let's talk yes. about this thing you brought. I brought some kitty cat sparkle ears, and <laughs> I, I want these to find a good home because, fun fact about me, I have a very large head. <laughs> <laughs> so these uh, give me a headache when I wear them. Oh, no. So I feel like they, they could use a good home, and... They, they got one. I'm not even opening this up for a giveaway. Oh, okay. No, yes. no. I, I have two young daughters, yes. as you may know. So, I, I home found. Yeah, there we go. Okay. Yay. Sorry, listeners. Uh, I'm doing <laughs> you host, you lose. <laughs> host privilege, and I'm just snaking that for myself. There so, we go. Thank you very much for bringing that. Yes. They are gorgeous, by yes. the way. They, They're you would have loved it had you had the chance to win it, dear listener. This yes, is a right. bejeweled, kind of in a flower pattern, sort of pinkish, uh, yeah, what would you a call very, that? Yeah, it's like a salmon color. Yeah, p- yeah kind of a Pale pink. dull salmon, uh, yeah, bejeweled kitty cat headband. So yeah. I will give this, and then I'm making air quotes, to my daughters uh-huh. <laughs> as opposed to wearing this out myself. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> let's, let's meet your friend who you brought along. Yes. This is um, – many folks know her, him. Uh, this is Bok Bok Choi, the farmer's market chicken. And Bok Bok Choi has been with us at the farmer's market since I started last year. And she got her name from the customers, actually. We had a contest and we asked folks, what should we name the farmer's market chicken? And the popular vote was for Bok Bok. And then we, as the board of directors, decided to add Choi for Bok Choi sure. in order to promote. You can probably buy some Bok vegetable. Choi at exactly. the market. Yeah. So Bok Bok is a very popular um, person or chicken, I should say, at our market. And you can find her at the education station every market day. And at the education station, that's another aspect of the market that we have uh, for our community. So right now during the winter time, we only have story time once a market. It's at 1030 a.m. And during story time, we have volunteers come and read for about 20 minutes to half an hour to all the the little ones. Bok Bok is there. And she's just, you know, a real, she's a draw. You know? Sign me up for that, by the way. I'd love to do that one of these days. Okay, I'll send you the link. Please do. <laughs> and, you know, Bok Bok Choi can be seen on the website, NapaFarmersMarket.org. Yes, that's right. Bok Bok Choi, who's sitting here with headphones on in front yes. of a KVO and microphone, can also be seen right now on Facebook Live. Yes. If anybody wants to tune in, go Kara to my May. page, Karame. It's, yeah. it's not on face or it's not on the farmers market. No, no, this is just you have it set up right now. I so. do. Yeah. Uh, so we also yeah. have uh, the farmers market has a great social media presence. We have our Facebook page, so please uh, give us a like. We're also on Instagram and 
Twitter. So we've got a lot going on. And, you know, working for the farmer's market, we always have great information. So another way to get info from us is if you go to NapaFarmersMarket.org, you can sign up for our weekly newsletter and that will let you know what is, who's going to be at the market, what's happening. We send out recipes from the CIA at Copia every week. It's just a great great source of stuff it's super cool <laughs> yeah. and and I'm, I'm excited having you here and learning more about it. it makes me want to get out there and shop yes farmerly that's right <laughs> i want to talk to you about your twitter you Uh-oh. you personally no 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 nothing nothing like that um <laughs> but folks may want to follow you put some interesting things up there carame mph caramazing oh, okay <laughs> and the way caramazing is your screen name yes. and the way you describe yourself, I want to go through these oh, point no. by point if we could. Oh, my. I haven't logged into my personal Twitter. That's is this, a, is that's a okay. gotcha moment? No, 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 no. Not at all. But this is this is a let's meet Karame moment. Okay. So you have a little couple lines about yourself. I'm just going to go through each point oh, one dear. by one how you describe yourself. Let's go with internationally known. <laughs> yeah. And locally respected, right? <laughs> well, let's, we're doing one by one. One by one. Don't get ahead okay, of ourselves. Okay, well, I'm, the reason why I'm getting ahead of you is because internationally known and locally respected is actually a quote from a Beastie Boys song. Ah, uh, okay. So, <laughs> I was just talking about this with my girlfriend the other so day. By, so by, by that phrase, internationally known and locally respected, we are together that you are a fan of the Beastie Boys. I am a fan of the Beastie Boys. So we've learned a little yes. something. I've also... Uh, See, I can't stand it. I know she planned it. She did it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I traveled. I have traveled. I love traveling. So one of the things I did growing up was I was a part of a youth peace education camp. Oh, so wow. I would, I've been to every continent except Asia, and I've lived in Madrid uh, for my junior year in Spain. I also worked in Guatemala to, during my master's study to get my field, uh, my field study completed. So, so you know, I mean, it's a, I've been around internationally, <laughs> and, you know, so I, I hope that I'm locally respected. Well, I think- <laughs> that goes without saying. We've covered that. Yes. You know, you know, I think all three of us have something in common. And what is that? We all love traveling. Yes. This is true. Yes. I talk about it uh, incessantly how Mark Twain and Innocence Abroad, it's a famous quote. I say it all the time, but how travel is fatal to prejudice. Oh. And then he goes on and on like describing that. why that is and why it's important to get out of our own little uh, bubble. Yes. My I favorite think- Mark Twain quote is, when in doubt, tell the truth. You know, that's a good one, too. <laughs> exactly. We'll, we'll add that. So I'm always um, I'm always harping on folks. If you don't have a passport, get one. Even if you're yes. not planning on the trip, the opportunity may come up, or just by having it, you may say, "Well, now that I've got it, maybe right. I should just go somewhere and well, see other the world." Fact so. is that if you don't get the new real California ID, you're going to need a passport to fly. You'll need it very yeah. soon. So. Okay, so internationally known and locally <laughs> oh respected, uh-huh. uh, dancing. Yes. Yes, I am a dancer. I love dancing. I am part of the World Beat Dance Collective. Yeah. We are a local group of ladies that love to dance. We get together every Tuesday night. We're actually on a little uh, break right now. Um, our fearless leader, Remy Cohen, who yes. you may know I from know Cliff Lady, um, mm-hmm. she is a very talented woman, as you know, and she is our dance instructor. And we also have Hyla Eagland and Sarah Featherstone. What's up, girls? Yeah, hey, uh, Hyla. <laughs> so we've been 
been dancing together um, since they were dancing before I moved here, and I've been here 12 years. And, you know, we've we've started performing. So one of the places you could see us perform is at Earth Day Napa. That's one of our big, you know, yearly celebrations. So what we do is uh, we started off as an Afro-Caribbean drum dance group, mm-hmm. and we had some guys that would come and drum for us, and, you know, we would give them some beer, and they would drum for free. And then they ended <laughs> up saying, well, you know, that's not really we're just we're we're over it so uh we've broadened our music spectrum and now we do all kinds of world beat dancing so we still continue to do afro-caribbean drum dancing um we also do hip-hop we do like mashups where we'll do a traditional um you know caribbean dance to mia and we do all kinds of stuff bollywood belly dancing it's a lot of fun i think i saw some of the crew maybe it was a week or two ago at the uh the aerial silk open yeah. Oh, house. Yeah, that's, I was there. Yeah, yeah no, that was Aaron, me. Right. Yeah, yeah. Hyla. I wasn't going to out you there, but I thought I would just. <laughs> yes, Hyla is, uh, she's also at, you know, Wine Country CrossFit for her aerials. Yeah. And yeah, it's a lot of fun. We're also on Facebook. Check us out. World Beat Dance Collective. Right on. World Beat Dance Napa. Dance is the, uh, the, uh, was the channel was pretty cool. The, the music, the, the Balkan beatbox. Yes, or Balkan something. beatbox. Oh, yes. Well, that's, I guess that's a group, but that was on like a, one of those channels. Anyway, okay. So we got internationally known, locally uh-huh. respected, okay. dancing, helmet wearing while bicycling. Yes. That, yes. Thank you. Okay. Well, these are good. I'm glad I didn't put anything really weird on there. These are all definitely true. I believe in safety. Uh, I think safety is sexy. So whenever... <laughs> We're coming up with so many good catchphrases today, Lauren. Some here, yeah. safety, safety is, is sexy. sexy. So, it. you know, one of the things I, I think bicycle riding is a great, you know, way to get out, to get fit, uh, to protect our environment. But when you're doing that, you need to protect your brains because one of the things is, you know, it's not a law for adults to wear helmets. So when I see adults riding around without helmets, you know, and just like it just, you know, a little piece of my public heart soul, you know, dies. Mm. So. So well, yeah, we're big on that in our house too. Our yeah, our little one just turned nine, but for the past I don't know six or seven years, I mean a long time, we talk about safety. And she'd yes. be on her little bicycle with the training wheels, or tricycle actually at that point, and she'd have this little horn, and uh, she'd always have her helmet on, of course. And we say this is for safety. The mm-hmm. horn is for safety. So anytime she'd see something unsafe, not just for herself, but she'd honk the horn. She'd say <laughs> kid riding without a helmet, she'd honk the horn. <laughs> So to this day, she's we, a safety officer. Oh yeah, <laughs> to, to, absolutely. To this day, if we see somebody you know, run a red light, like honk your horn, Ruby, you know, uh-huh. honk, honk. Yeah, it's become our you know safety violation there right go. there. Makes it uh, very aware. Yeah. Okay. So good, good, all good stuff so far. Mm-hmm. Let's see if we can uh, get into something. Oh, hula hooping. Oh yes. <laughs> Hula hooping. Hula hooping. It's another uh, another fun activity. So I'm part of the Napa Hoopers, and we've actually been <laughs> on a hiatus for the last few years. You have so many cool things going I, yeah. on. Okay. <laughs> uh, again, not shy. So no. uh, the Napa Hoopers was started by a good friend of mine, Lilia Hine, and um, she is busy doing a lot of things, including raising her two awesome kids and being a teacher. Um, so we used to get together about once a month, and we would have a hoop jam. So it was a free hula hooping extravaganza. We were at Fuller Park for some time and then we went downtown to Veterans Park. So we would bring, you know, a speaker, bring a bunch of hula hoops and then just spread the joy of hooping. So that's what was together. going. I've, I've, I had seen that, yes. you know, going by the parks and like, yes. wow, look at 
all those people with hula hoops. Yes. That was you. Yes. Yes. Oh. Yeah. That was, I was one of the hoopers. How fun. Yeah. I got to join one of these days. I'm a pathetic, know. you know, people associate me with a lot of Hawaiian culture. I play ukulele. Oh, and I've okay. got, I've got uh, this group that does old time Hawaiian music, uh, the Maikai Gents, but I cannot hula hoop to sure. save my life. Well, yeah. So and that's one thing, you know, in my public health and community health, you know, scheming, I guess you would say is, you know, it'd be interesting to find a group to, to sort of bring that back to life because it sounds like, and everyone was like, oh, this is great. Let's do this every week. And it's like, actually, this takes a lot of work, Yeah, you know, <laughs> to get down there to make sure people come and it's organizing. You know, something. It's organizing and it's committing. So but, it's fun. It's good so, exercise. Yes. And that is not to say that I'm, I think hula hooping is traditional. Hawaiian culture. I'm just saying no. people associate because that's the yes. name hula that I should be able to. Yes, there's that. all anyway. kinds of misdirection. But if you get it going, maybe I'll stop okay. in and get some pointers sure. on how I can actually <laughs> up my hula hoop game. Okay, next point of interest: stand up paddling. Yeah. Oh, definitely for sure. Um, my my girlfriend, my partner Bailey. Um, she is formerly of Napa Valley Paddle and High Water. Oh. Uh, stand-up paddle, and she got me into stand-up paddling. I think it's fantastic. It's really fun. It's People say, well, where do you do that? And it's like, well, on the Napa River. You know, we've got a great uh, water resource here. And, you know, folks worry about being able to actually stand up or fall in, but really with some instruction you can, you know, enjoy. And you can actually see Napa in a way that, you know, most people don't, paddling down the river. I've heard this. I've, I've never done a stand-up paddle board here. I only for the first time got up on a board maybe two, three weeks ago. Okay. Where well, were you? Oh, well, because I had a passport, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, which can take, you know, quite some time to receive. So that's yes. why I say just have Start it, now. <laughs> just in case the opportunity comes up. Because I, I was offered an opportunity to go to French Polynesia, but it was oh my gosh, you know, four weeks from the day that this op- this opportunity came up. Wow. I had to go. So if I didn't have that passport, yeah, you'd I would be have been out stuck. of luck. But down there, there was a little lagoon without any other services, no restrooms, no nothing. But there were a couple of stand-up paddle boards that someone had brought by. I I tried it out for the first time. It was in about two feet of water. Nice, Uh warm, crystal clear water. So it wasn't too scary. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But it was super fun. Yeah, and And it's not too hard, right? No, no. You know, I I was able to stand up. There you go. uh, Right off the bat. Didn't fall. And uh, really, boy, oh boy, well, that... Yeah, that that works everything because you're stabilizing Mm -hmm. constantly. So, you know, legs, core, abs, that might be the same thing. I don't know. Arms, everything is happening. Good cardio, too. Very cool. And I was actually able to hula hoop while on a stand up. Ah! Is that anywhere to be seen? I don't think so. <laughs> okay, that's fine. But that, sounds, that's, <laughs> but that sounds like a spectacle. Maybe you could like do a, I don't know, to promote something. Yeah, do you know, some kind of know. mashup. Yeah. yeah. Okay, now I'm going to read through this. Uh, internationally known and locally respected, dancing, helmet wearing while bicycling, hula hooping, stand up paddling, public health nerd. Yeah. Which we kind of got into oh, a little yeah. early. But do you want to talk about the nerd aspect of that? Yeah, I like nerding out on all kinds of things. Um, I think data is really interesting. Uh, I know my limitations with data is that I'm not a data analyst, but finding facts and using those as a way to help educate and help inspire people Mm -hmm. is really important to me. So, you know, things that I get excited about, um, which may be controversial to some, is I really believe in prevention. So things like vaccinations Mm. um, are really important Um, Things like hand washing, which Ooh, sounds yeah, yeah. Uh, you know rather benign, it saves lives. No, no, lives. no, no, no. It, it I've talked lives, to enough doctors people. and epidemiologists there about go. the spread of disease. Like yes. that is 
key. Yeah. Wash your hands, folks. Yeah. So I, I just love, you know, when people get passionate about what they do. And, you know, I think community health and public health is something that's really important and really exciting to me. Well, there you go. Your your Twitter – anything you would add to this Twitter bio? <laughs> farmer's market manager. Farmer's market manager. Okay. Well, we've covered that. Actually, you know, something about the farmer's market, I, I was you know just looking around online and uh, I noticed there are Yelp reviews. There's only oh, 10. No, 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 no. It's not bad. There's only 10 though. Yeah. I mean, how many people go to this every week? Well, the it you know we can have over you know a thousand visitors in the summer. Right now, um, we ha- our numbers are smaller. Let me talk about Yelp though. They are aggressive in terms of calling us and being like wanting to like. Oh, I'm very aware. Uh, I'm very aware how that you know. Happens. So I, I just you know, and that that's a whole other thing yeah, we can get into. For sure. And trust me, I've got opinions. Yeah. And so one of one of the things that we were doing with the Napa Farmers Market is our board of directors has a very talented lady, Tia Butts, and yep. she is our marketing uh, committee chair. And so we're really wanting to dive into, you know, what what we can do better as a market to reach our community. And we see that as having two main audiences. We have the audience of folks that already come that mm-hmm. are our loyal customers and how do we, you know, continue to serve them and, and reach them in ways that, you know, inspire them to stay and shop more. And who are the folks out there that aren't coming to the market and why? And, yeah, you know, so uh, one of the, you know, one of the, the avenues that we want to go is working with local chefs and restaurants because, we see our farmers market as a huge resource in terms of getting that deliciously, you know, just picked produce and looking at that. And, you know, tourists is another one too. So working with the local hospitality and getting on their radar. So, so we've got a lot of ideas, you know, and Yelp will probably be in there somewhere. That's great. Yeah, and I don't know if it's vital. I was just surprised that there were only 10 reviews. And if, in, were they bad? No, no, no. Mostly <laughs> good. And I, I will, let's address the bad reviews though. Okay. The people, the, the main well, there's only 10 reviews yeah. so there's like two of them their critique negative critique mm-hmm. if you want to call it that sure and you can address this briefly because there's a couple other things I want to get in, but that's not dog friendly. And I think that's oh. out of your control, though. Yes. Isn't that, that 100% is 100% out of our yeah. control. Yes. So that is actually uh, <laughs> one of the things that came up kind of as a running joke at the farmer's market manager, you know, uh, sessions is that there is a California law and I, I don't right. know the actual code it's is right, that but... they uh, dogs are not allowed at our market. And it, it is a slightly confusing because f- the dogs are not allowed in the if you've been to the farmer's market down at South Napa Century Center, 195 Gasser Drive um, by the movie theater, you'll see that we have four aisles and there's two two lanes that you can walk down. And that's where the dogs can't go. They can't go into the market itself, but they yeah. could be around the market. Okay. And we also have, you know, we love animals. We have Jameson Animal Rescue Ranch there. We no, have, I don't think anyone's questioning your uh, Yeah, but that is totally of out of our control. Okay. That's, what I, that's what I thought. So Sorry, guys. Sorry. Of critical folks, but yeah. you shouldn't knock the farmer's market for that. Okay, I've got to ask you something yes. here before we run out of time, and I hope this isn't too personal, especially okay. if we don't know each other that well, but I'm just <laughs> glad you're here. I'm okay. Nobody's listening, so if you, if you don't want to answer, that's fine, but I do, I do feel, I do feel I'd, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you this. Yes. Um, what do you think? Yeah, okay, I'll just ask you. Do you go nuts for donuts? <laughs> I do go nuts. Oh my God, donuts. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I especially go nuts for buttercream donuts. There we go. So there's a little selection. Oh, Uh, wow. We've got uh, (laughs) the pink glazed raised, a crumb, a chocolate old-fashioned, a maple cake. What are you going for? 
I, I'm going to go for the pink one. The pink one. Okay, right. the so pink race. Now, at the Napa Farmer's Market. I know. Were you guys betting? No, no, no. They didn't have the number one pick. They didn't have the maple old-fashioned. It's like 90, uh, more than 90% of the people choose that one. Yeah. But that, that suits you. That, I can see that. That yeah. looks good. At the Farmer's Market, uh, what, would you, what would you pair that uh, pink glaze raised donut with? You know, I would actually get, we have two different coffee vendors. So we have Ohm Coffee sure. Roasters. So depending on where I was located, I would just go for the closest one. We've got Ohm coffee, coffee Roasters in their awesome uh, coffee van. And then we also have Bentley Napa Valley. All so, right, coffee, classic pairing. There we go. And now it's time to play everyone's favorite party game here on Judd's Napa Valley Show. This is Mad Lips. Oh, boy. That's right. It is the fill-in-the-blank word game. Okay. Uh, Karami, I think you understand how this game works, and you look I, like you're ready to go. Uh, yeah, I've, I've, I'm ready for this. Let's do okay, it. Okay, let's see how she does, Lauren. The first thing I'm going to need from you is an adjective. Mm, spicy. <laughs> I don't know where this is going, but I already like it. A number, any number. 1,980. 1,980. Seems good. Oh, yeah. Uh, why not? Oh, plural noun. Plural noun. More than one thing. Llamas. Llamas? Yeah, and they happen to be drunk. <laughs> okay. Drunk llamas. I like where this is going. I really do. Another plural noun. Plungers. Like a toilet plunger? Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh a geographic location. This could be really anywhere you can imagine. Venus. The planet Venus. The planet Venus. Okay. Another plural noun? How about some broke down Suburbans? (laughs) That's a running joke with the farmer's market. Oh, okay. I was going to ask. That was right on the tip of your tongue. (laughs) So, how do you. Okay, that's how you spell that. All right. And finally, another plural noun. How about for my friend Bok Bok, chickens? Chickens. Yes. Okay. Caramay Woolage. Um, earlier today, I was on the website for the Farmer's Market, oh boy. NapaFarmersMarket.org. Yes. And there's a space I clicked on that talks about the team or the board. Mm-hmm. And there's a little uh, bio about you, which you've just now rewritten via this Mad Libs game. Oh, ready? <laughs> oh this is going to be good. You ready? Uh, yeah. All right. Straight from NapaFarmersMarket.org. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Caramay Woolage is our spicy market manager. <laughs> yeah. And you have proven that right here today in the past few minutes. I like that. (laughs) Easy now, Lauren. Easy. All right. Caramay brings with her over 1,980 years of experience working with the community (laughs) to improve public drunk llamas Mm -hmm. and increase plungers in Venus. Mm, Okay. Yeah. Venus was really backed up. Flowing free now, thanks to you and those drunk llamas <laughs> in public. Public drunken. Anyway, one uh, one of her goals is to increase the diversity of our customers through <laughs> through bilingual broke down suburbans. <laughs> <laughs> and you are yourself bilingual, by the way. Yes, I have seen I you uh, videos. You have videos on YouTube actually, where you're yeah. speaking completely speaking in fluent Espanol. Spanish. That's so right. I would encourage folks to uh, <laughs> go on YouTube and have a look. Okay, Caramay feels the Napa Farmer's Market is a unique asset because we are building community around chickens. Oh, Bok Bok is so happy. <laughs> How do you like that, Bok Bok? 
Well, I'm, I'm oh. going to have to get a copy of that so we can put that on my there, bio. No, there oh, it is. Oh, you, thank there you. There it is. That's Perfect. for you. It's a little memento of your time here at Judd's oh. Napa Valley oh, Show. Mar- Mary Lero says hi. Hi, oh. Mary. <laughs> oh, well, oh, is this on Facebook yeah. Live? <laughs> oh, boy. We're now delving into other medium here. Okay. Hi, Mary. Uh, she was on last week or two weeks ago. Yeah. Great guest, which is now live uh, in podcast format, by the way, if anyone wants to hear that. Wonderful. Just Official. go to uh, the iTunes store and look for Judd's Napa Valley Show. They're all free. Anyhow, Karame Woolage, the director, manager, the kind of a big deal boss person <laughs> at the Napa Farmers Market. Thank you very much You're for welcome. Uh, joining us here. This has been a lot of fun. I'm it looking has. forward to getting over to the market. Yeah, thank you guys so much. Thanks, Lauren. This is Lauren Mole speaking for Judd's Napa Valley Show, a Gillamar production. Judd's Napa Valley Show.